so much for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I have been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, through professional speaking, blogging, and now podcasting. Head over to my website at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and to explore the organizing and productivity resources over there, including over 450 articles on a range of organizational topics, including today's. I believe today is episode nine. All right. So episode nine, and we will be hearing this for the first time around the end of uh, January. This week's newsletter, which you can also subscribe to at my website, peaceofmindpo.com, is going to be full of organizing your closet articles because silly organizer people like me, we'll say passionate organizing people like me, uh, know that January is Organize Your Closet Month in addition to Get Organized Month. I actually want to start out with a couple reference, or excuse me, recommendations, just like I did last time, for um, some resources for today's particular topic. So uh, for me personally, I want to give a shout out and also a recommendation. It's January, right, folks? And we are in Chicago, at least I am. So now is a great time to get your summer stuff repaired or cleaned professionally. So I sent out my Birkenstocks to, um, it's called repairmybirkenstocks.com. And it's actually right here in the Chicago area, but obviously anybody listening can send their shoes in. And they resold them and got them back to me within probably a couple weeks. Certainly I'm not gonna wear them anytime soon because it's cold outside. But again, now is a great time to take care of those kinds of tasks. In addition, you can also look through your closet or your off-season clothing and uh, take anything in for professional cleaning or tailoring now before spring and summer. And since it is almost the end of January, I really want to say a reminder to all of us that if you have not taken in your holiday returns yet, Wow, your closet would thank you if all of that stuff was out of there as well. So imagine if you even did those three things, took back your returns, took things in for repairs, and you know, sent off your shoes for repair too, your closet's already going to be looking better. I have a couple other, uh, we'll call them public service announcements. I think today's podcast is going to go a little longer than normal. But again, I want to share these ideas um, that are in my newsletter this week, because I think that they are things that everybody could benefit from. So um, I had a reader, all names are changed to protect the innocent. So we'll just go with the first initial. So thank you, B. Um, she asked for referrals for donating health safety equipment. And here in Evergreen Park, we've got a place out in Tinley, the United Cerebral Palsy um, organization in Tinley. We have Evergreen Park Office of Citizen Services, um, Oaklawn Senior Services, or Worth Township. Now, if you don't live by me, don't worry about it, because I am certain that if you Googled the same question in your community, you would find similar resources for things like 
used wheelchairs or canes or walkers um, that you no longer may need, but somebody else would certainly benefit from. So like I said, whether you're in my community or not, please know that you can absolutely move those things along. Another reader asked, and uh, thank you, MJ, uh, do you keep your Christmas towels or linens with your Christmas decorations or in your linen closet? So since we're organizing our closets this week, I wanted to share that answer too. And my answer to her was, I keep my holiday towels and linens with my holiday decor. If I'm not going to use something until December, I certainly don't want to see it again until December. So those were just some really great questions that I've gotten from my community, and I wanted to share the answers with you this week as well. Now, what do all of these tips have in common? All of these tips and ideas so far today are part of maintenance. Maintenance is where it's at. So I'm going to share an article that I wrote a couple of years ago, and it is called Maintenance, Easy, Essential, and Perpetual, because honestly, we can get organized and that takes some time and I understand that, but staying organized, as long as we commit to maintenance, just, uh, it works so much better and things just stay organized and that's what we're going for. So last week I was asked, what are your organizational projects, meaning mine? Now we're already organized and so I don't have any huge projects on my list. My answer is I am forever engaged in maintenance. I use the analogy of laundry. Laundry is never completely done. We are always making dirty laundry. There are some tasks in life that we do and they stay done. And then there are some tasks that we do and redo forever, like dishes and laundry and grocery shopping and cleaning. In my office, maybe it's client care or filing or billing, right? So some things are once and done, but so many of our essential tasks are perpetual. They are ongoing. We're going to do them again and again and again. And that's okay. We need to, um, but we need to recognize the difference. So my clients and I talk a lot about the value of done. Part of that, that is sticking with a task until it's finished, until we can move on to the next project. That feeling of accomplishment, the chance to take a breath and pat yourself on the back. I am a huge fan of the word and the idea done. However, most things don't stay done. So do you remember the line from The Incredibles? Maybe I'm dating myself, but that was one of my kids' favorite sh movies. So Mr. Incredible said, no matter how many times you save the world, it always manages to get back in jeopardy again. Sometimes I just want it to stay saved, you know, for a little bit. I feel like the maid. I just cleaned up this mess. Can we keep it clean for 10 minutes? So unfortunately, Mr. Incredible was so right. We all, including Mr. Incredible, need to recognize and embrace a vital component of the organizing process, and that is maintenance. Maintenance is so many things, but I will focus on three. Maintenance is easy, it is essential, and it's perpetual. So maintenance is easy. Honestly, maintenance is the easiest part of organizing. It's certainly easier than getting organized. Getting organized takes a lot of time and energy, money, motivation, decision-making, and all sorts of other things that we may or may not be willing to spend. But maintenance is what makes getting organized stick and stay. And it takes much less time and less money or energy or decision-making. 
So imagine with me your organized life. Your clutter is gone. Your stuff has a home. It has a place to be put away. And you have adequate storage for all of your items. If this was your house, maintenance would be easy. New stuff comes in, old stuff leaves, you put stuff away regularly, and you make sure your stuff and your systems are still working. You do this a little bit daily and maybe a little more once in a while, like a change of seasons. And this all becomes easy and routine and you revel in having less clutter and less stress in your life. Welcome to maintenance. And yet life happens. Good things, bad things, stuff happens. Big emergencies and little upsets. And that is why maintenance is essential. I was discussing motivation with one of my tennis friends, and she said that she would rather take care of things right away instead of waiting to do them because, in quotes, more will always come. And she's not wrong. So maintenance is an investment in your future. Being organized makes life run more smoothly and occasionally saves us from those big and little emergencies altogether. Maintaining our health keeps us healthy. Maintaining our finances keeps our bills paid. Maintaining our home keeps most major house emergencies at bay. So in negative terms, there are also many costs of delayed maintenance. For example, preventable but neglected health issues, late bills, collection agencies, or poor credit scores. Or maybe you have leaky roofs or plumbing problems. So maintenance is essential and it's a whole lot cheaper than emergencies. And then finally, maintenance is perpetual. I hear from friends and clients that it feels like organizing is never done. We think we're close and then something happens and we have to adjust. Well, yeah, of course, right? Because we are all perpetually in transition. New day, new seasons, new challenges, new situations, new jobs, new babies, you name it. So we have to realize that, yes, we have to maintain our systems and adjust to new things. And that's okay. And it's inevitable. I talked about some of that last week with my question to you about your plan for 2023. Things are called variables because they vary. So we need to expect the unexpected. And sometimes I want to fight the perpetuity of maintenance. Going back to Mr. Incredible, can't the world just stay saved for a while? Any of these sound familiar and not just in my house? (laughs) Such as, come on, I just went to the grocery. Where did all the food go? That was a week ago. And we ate it? Or uh, we have to go pants shopping again because the teenager is suddenly five inches taller? Really? Or didn't I spend yesterday doing laundry? What do you mean your uniform is dirty? Or didn't I just pay the bills or clean the gutters or mow the grass or get my flu shot? Do I have to really do it all again? And the answer is yes. So I get it. I really do. But then I remind myself that it is silly to fight maintenance. Maintenance will still need done even if I don't feel like doing it. And I know things will get really ugly if I don't do it. Because we need to eat and we need to wear clothes and I need to clean my house because it will not clean itself. I don't love to clean, but I do love the end product of a clean and healthy home. We can realize the perpetuity of maintenance, but still cut ourselves some slack and accept done enough or done for now. There comes a time each night when my people are safely in bed, at least when they were little, and I can turn off my brain and the light and declare myself done for the day as well. Done enough for now, right? Tomorrow's another day. 
So I encourage you to embrace maintenance in all its form and keep up with your organizing efforts. Remind yourself of the easy and essential parts to help you embrace the perpetual parts and give yourself a break and allow for done enough or done for now sometimes. I would also recommend to consider, this is something I'm doing this month, um, probably and next, and looking at my different tasks, either business specific or personal, and what I can streamline even further and make maintenance uh, automated. What can I do to cut myself some slack, but also cut out some of those tasks completely? So that's a challenge for myself for this month and next. This type of productivity conversation is one I have with my clients regularly. If you'd like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, please drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. And as always, if there's organizational topics you'd like to hear about, please drop me a line via those same channels and I will be happy to answer them. And maybe you will hear yourself referenced in a future podcast. Thanks so much for sticking to the end with me. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.